0: Hello and welcome to the Naked Eye Podcast. This channel is about expanding our minds, exploring human connection, human experiences, and bringing awareness into our day-to-day lives. My name is Debbie and today I want to explore why is it that we all feel this need to be somewhere at a certain age and is there actually a way to break free from this? Like why is it that we all fall into this state of comparison, like checking the age of someone and then thinking to ourselves, by this age he's already here and where am I? And I was thinking to myself, how do we actually move past the social construct of status and the matrix and of this sense of achievement? And is isolating the only way? I know a lot of people just create their own community aside from being in the city. And I was just thinking, is isolating the only way? And this is an open-ended question, by the way. Like, I still don't think I found the answer. And I started thinking about what is it that also truly matters in this in this human lifespan and in this, like... I guess, average of 75 years of this human human experience, what is it that actually truly matters? And what is it that actually matters in this more galactic universe? And if time is just an illusion, how do we stop competing with it? And why is it that we fill time? And how do we, as human, how do we mature and grow and change? If time doesn't exist, what is it that makes us grow and evolve? And I know these dimensional thing; it's not linear, but I still couldn't grasp my head around this so going to the topic of how do we actually break free from this need to be somewhere, I'm going to break this topic down into four parts. So the first part, finding the roots. The second part of actually observing the emotions that arise when we compare. And then the third part, when these feelings arise, what are some actions that can be taken? And then the fourth part, how do we actually, quote unquote, move past this social construct or this desire of this comparison state? So let's start with finding the roots of why. And I want, and this is again, this is an open ended question. I want you to think of this yourself too. Why is it that we compare and where is this need of wanting to be somewhere coming from? Is it maybe from like social pressure or maybe it could just be that this human mind body spirit complex is stimulated by growth and change? And I also started thinking about the meaning of life, going back to what we're stimulated by. And I just threw out this simple graph of what the meaning of life is. And at the very beginning, if you can just picture this in your mind, and I'm going to attach this like little graph, simple graph I drew in our show notes as well. So just picture this state where we're when we're developing, we're growing in a way we're not too conscious about what really is around us. So it's kind of like a straight line. Then we started developing ourselves, whatever stage we're at, we started growing. So the line starts going up. But then as something at a certain age or somehow something makes our whole emotional body kind of go down or maybe it could be a breakup, something that we learn that brings us down. And this is me kind of explaining things in black and white or in more lean- linear and simplified way. But just picture this, uh, I guess, line going down. So it's kind of like a heartbeat. At the very beginning, it's flat where we're a little unconscious. We go up, uh, start developing ourselves. Then we hit something, we start going down. Then while we're down here, we also find something that pushes us up. Then that's something we learn is actually something valuable that we get to keep our whole life or maybe our soul keeps forever. Then we, we go up again. Then somehow we plateau. We feel like there's something that we're just not stimulated by. Afterwards, we find another thing that keeps us going. We go down. We go up. Plateau. Go up. Down. So just kind of think of that as an infinite Life, for me at least, I feel like life is just an infinite amount of ups and downs and like that heartbeat and just kind of like how our heartbeats are illustrated in those like machines. And the point of talking about this is that in this lifetime, we're always going to want more and maybe we're always going to want to achieve something more or feel like we want to do something. But the point of thinking about that is to know that no matter what, there's always something that's always going to make us to want to be more. And at the end of the day, we just got to learn to balance it out. Because maybe life is just about enjoying this ride of ups and downs and trying to achieve to the next level while we're enjoying this ride of ups and downs of this roller coaster and just gaining knowledge along the way. And this sounds cliche as shit, but, you know, maybe it's just about the journey while we're trying to achieve our next level. And I'm going to talk a little about this later, too. For you, just kind of start thinking, why is it that we come here and where is this need actually coming from and finding the root? And even if you don't know, I don't know either. It's just a question for us to really find the root. The next thing is also observing the emotions that arise when we compare. So whenever we feel something, I remember seeing my friend on Instagram and he actually, he's, he's done so much amazing work. I met him in Thailand and he was working on a podcast, so he was traveling. He just graduated that time we met and he just started interviewing people who live a nomadic lifestyle. He put out a podcast. Now he's putting together an experience house where he just brings people together to collaborate, like artists, creatives. And I just find it super cool creating something that creates experience for other people. Anyway, I remember just seeing him on Instagram doing that. And that's actually something that I just been wanting to do as well. Creating a co-living space where you just bring people together to co-create. That's something that's been on my checklist that I really wanted to do. And I saw him doing that. The first thought is like, he's already doing this. What the fuck am I doing? Why am I not taking action? And if he's already doing this, then why should I do it? Like, I don't want him to feel like I'm copying him and da, da, da. all these talks start coming at me. And I started noticing the emotions that came up. So initially sadness, and I felt like I'm behind. I felt like at that age, he was already doing this. I I started checking his age, actually, obviously. I was like, wait, how old is he? Did he start his podcast? Because now obviously I'm just starting my podcast. And, you know, I started having this like little comparison and I started feeling behind. Am I behind all these questions come up? And then I started doubting myself. It's like, okay, now he's already doing this. Can I really do it? And I started thinking about the layers of sadness Again, I kind of drew it out in a graphic, and this is not to think in black and white. So traditionally thinking, when we think of sadness, it's like something bad and it's something that we must cope. So this is a traditional way of thinking. But another way of thinking is actually, okay, there's this sadness. There are these layers of sadness. There's this sadness that just paralyzes you to not be able to move or to function or work properly. But behind this layer, there's also another layer that inspires you to be more, to make change. So I think sadness, like whenever we feel these things, a lot of times just like, okay, now instead of I'm feeling sadness, I got to cope. Another way of seeing is is to allow ourselves to feel this emotion. For example, after seeing my friend, I noticed this feeling came up and then I was like, okay, now this is actually inspiring me to be more to like, okay, wh- what am I doing now to push myself towards that direction of actually creating this experiencing that I want, of designing the life that I want. So allow yourself to feel The important part is knowing how do we actually pull ourselves back up. And there's also nothing wrong with just letting ourselves rest, which I'm going to talk about it too in a bit. But what's important is knowing where we draw our strengths When we're not in control, whenever we're in this water of emotions, know how we can recenter and know what makes you recenter, what helps you. It could be music. It could be being with friends. It could be journaling. Whatever it is for you, know how to recenter. And I think that's one of the most important lessons I've learned back in 2019. I just remember recording myself. Um, I was sitting in the back of my car. It was raining, you know, this dramatic scene. It was just a really dark period of my time where I was in this deep depression of like feeling everything in my life is wrong and I don't know how to pull myself pull myself back up I feel like I'm already you know at, at the time I was like 20 or I don't even know how old I was I was like already this age and I was already trying to work on this thing for two years and I still haven't reached anything and it's kind of like this feeling of being in ground zero I just feel like nothing around me was right and at that time I recorded myself like playing music and there was also this thing this these words that came through and this message was, don't look out, look in. Learn patience, practice stillness, and befriend the emotions. Know where you draw your strength when you're not in control. These are the words that came through me. And it's, till this day, it's still, I, I remember posting it on Instagram. That's why I remember a part of it. But this was what kind of made a huge shift for me because I started looking in. And instead of just like, okay, now I got to do something else to not feel this emotion, I actually allowed myself to feel I play music. And I started thinking, when were the times that made me feel alive? What exactly is life for me? Or what exactly is meaningful for me? So I started thinking about all of this. And that's something I would like to also ask you to think about. What is the thing that grounds you? What's something that helps you release the emotion? And when you're feeling this emotion, ask yourself... If you have a pen and paper, maybe you can jot this down. When you're feeling emotions, what actions can I do systematically? The next thing is, am I centered enough to take consistent action to create my reality? At least these are the questions I've written down, so I'm sharing it out here with you. Third question, when days where things tumble down, how do I bring myself back up? The next question is, what if I just allow myself to rest consciously and just allow myself to rest like during this period, it's a time where I heal And I think thinking of this layers of sadness, instead of just feeling like you need to cope with it, the difference between healing and suppressing or avoiding is to actually allowing yourself to feel. And again, back to the question, what if you just allow yourself to rest? And I think this is something that mainstream society doesn't promote enough in a way till someone gets a burnout. Um, Resting doesn't mean... In action, by the way, resting could also mean you're actually taking the time to meditate more, maybe, and play music a little more, as long as you feel like that's part of the journey. And the next point I want to bring to about observing observing the emotions that arises when we start comparing ourselves, it's understanding that this is a never-ending journey. Back to what I talked about at the very beginning, we're always going to feel this feeling like we haven't achieved anything when we've done so much or feeling like we could always do better. I feel like this feeling might never leave. We never know. Another part is also noticing when our ego comes up, because our ego is always going to tempt us to be more, to want more. And it's about finding the balance between wanting more and being content with what we have. The best way to practice this, I would say, is gratitude. And you can find your way, but I would say gratitude is literally one of the things that could make us appreciate what we have at the moment. And there's nothing wrong with always wanting more. Um, It's just about also learning how to be content with what we have. Next point that I want to go to is when these feelings arise, then what? This feeling of I'm at this age, I haven't done this, or I should be doing this. And, you know, maybe three years have passed and I still haven't achieved this. When thoughts like this come up after we've observed our emotion, what can we do next? We either do something with this feeling or we don't. We either rest which is what I talked about earlier, allowing ourselves to feel, or we actually take action and do something to align ourselves more with our visions, our desires, our goals. Oftentimes we get stuck into, okay, this this dream life is something that I want, but I haven't done it. Let me just default back to my standard or normal life daily routine. I think one important part to help us get ourselves out here is to think about or to remember what's already happened has happened. Let's look back and learn. Diagnose what didn't work and let's keep trying. What are these small little actions that we can take to move ourselves or bring ourselves closer to that goal or that life that we want to create? And when we take action, there are also these typical things that come up, I would say, imposter syndrome, at least for me, where we see other people doing this, we start telling ourselves, oh, they're already doing this. Like, you know, why should we? Or they're doing it better. I can't never do it better than them. When we are feeling imposter syndrome, I also jot down a couple questions that help me dance with this feeling a little more, which is number one, others are showing us that there's a way. Those people that have done it, they're showing us that there's a way that we can do it as well. And then second thing that I try to remind myself is that knowing that there they're, they're plays into our life for inspiration to create, they're here to serve as a reminder for us to create our own reality. And then the third thing I used to remind myself is when we see that they're doing it their way. So how can I do it in my way, my energy? How can we create our own energy um, with our own passion, with our own emotion? So circling back to what we can do after we feel this emotion, maybe all we can do is, number one, allow ourselves to rest consciously. And second, focus on what can be done next. Not what's our, what we haven't done in the past, but what can be done next. What are the little consistent actions that we can take to get ourselves closer to where we want to be or creating this dream life? Because it's never too late. Once we take keep taking action, even if it's five years, 10 years from now, you're actually at least closer to being there than never have been there. And again, these are easier said than done for sure. But know that you're at least taking little consistent actions. And the third point is make sure that we're creating our way instead of copying others' voices. Another example could be for me, I'm in the marketing industry or marketing world. We we get taught all these different marketing outreach of like, hey, you know, cold outreach, cold email outreach. But what are some ways that we can generate results using our own voice? And how can you create this thing by aligning with your own energy? Which brings me to the fourth point. Make sure you're taking time to create, taking time to align with yourself and recenter. And you can ask yourself, what is my focus? What is it that I want to create? What am I creating? What are my intentions? The last point that I want to talk about is how do we actually, quote unquote, move past this? And the answer could sound cliche, but I don't think we'll ever, quote unquote, move past this feeling. We just got to observe and go back to the couple exercises we talked about earlier. Whenever this feeling arises, we take it as a reminder for us to refocus on what we are creating next. There's never too late, like even if five years from now, like someone at fifty six got a divorce, decided to start his whole life over. If he still keeps taking consistent action towards he's gonna achieve it at sixty, versus never have achieved anything. So a couple action items for you to wrap this episode up. Number one, practice the balance of wanting more and being content with where you have or who you are at the moment. And do this by voicing your gratitude. What are three things you can be grateful for with where you are, who you are at this moment right now? And the second action items is to actually embody and integrate what I just talked about. When you start feeling yourself, feeling like you're behind or feeling you're not leaving your life, when these feelings arise, number one, take it as a reminder and ask yourself, what can I focus on next? I don't know why I just sounded like I was talking to a pet, but (laughs) um, ask yourself, what can I focus on Next? Next? Second thing is ask yourself this question, am I taking time to create? When can I time block to create, to recenter, or allow myself to rest if needed? Maybe I make it a routine every night or I just time block a certain time out of the week, whatever it is that fits your own schedule, your own routine. The last thing is find out what gives you strength, where you feel energized or what brings you up when you're flowing deep in your emotions So those are the three action items for this episode. Thank you for listening and making it all the way till the end. If you like this podcast, tag me on Instagram at d e b b i e e e y y. I would really love to hear your feedback and your answer to the questions, like your point of view, and also to make sure to subscribe so you know when I put out another episode like this, and I will see you in the next episode.